Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast with the great Joe Stumper. We're down Devil, we're down Tory, and Joe stepped in. Came up clutch. We appreciate you coming in. Yeah, man, I've been gone, busy with work, doing this academy thing. So it's great to be back on the on the pod. Can't wait to be back more often. Yes, sir. It's good to have you back, man. Uh, and uh, you've been pretty active on the Facebook page with some uh, some phenomenal trolling. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that with the as we're coming right into the playoff games here with some some uh, play in games, and we don't have uh, the Los Angeles I Lakers. Gonna, I was going to say because I I see ten teams from the West and ten teams from the East. The 10 teams from the West, including play-in teams. Suns, Grizz, Golden State, Dallas, Utah, Denver, Minnesota, LA Clippers, uh, New Orleans, and San Antonio. I don't see us. I don't, I didn't see the Lakers there anywhere. Yeah. It's like, uh, a it's, it's legit. weird. It's, it is weird. Uh, it's great. It, <laughs> I think it's great for the sport. I really do because there's a lot of young talent that gets overshadowed by all the LeBron talk. It's kind of like how this past weekend, all anybody was talking about at the Masters was Tiger Woods. Yes. Right? But you've got all these other phenomenal golfers that nobody knows about because all you care about is Tiger Woods. That, that's all anybody talked about. When you watch the, the yeah. before they're teeing off and he's practicing, there's these huge crowds just standing yeah. there with Tiger. All for Tiger. And Your sport is dying because you're letting it by covering Tiger so much. I'm not saying Tiger doesn't deserve to have some kind of coverage, but Tiger is not. Is not the best golfer in the world anymore. No, the guy that won is your number one golfer in the world. He's won. Uh, it was like four tournaments this year. This yeah. being a, the fifth tournament, like the guy, his name's Scheffler. Like, yep, he's Scotty Scheffler, but he doesn't quite have that name. Like the draw. Well, the thing is, is I don't think anybody will ever have. I don't think golf as a sport is going to have that guy who's that dominant for as long because the field is so broad. That one minute you'll have, uh, back in the day you had Phil Mickelson, yeah. who was popular, and then you have Tiger. It was always one of them, yep. them two. Now it's just like a you catch, had a catch-all. Rory had his little hot minute, you know. Bob Watson Rory, had his little hot minute. Spieth, and then you have, um, but none of these guys. Shambo, you yeah, know, like, none of these guys are quite. They're flashing the pants. They're not making the run. They're that flashing Tiger the pants. Has done. Right. So I understand. Why they do it, but like you're saying, give love to the other guys. Yep. The way that the NBA needs to give love to some of these all these other guys players. LeBron is great. He is not the goat. He is great. Um, probably the greatest player that I've seen in my generation. Um, but enough already. Enough. Can, can we move on? En- well, not just move on, but like start call start start by calling him out for some of his flaws. A coach just lost his job because of LeBron James and what he built. It wasn't the coach who built that roster. The coach. This is what he wanted. He wanted Westbrook. Right. LeBron wanted all this. Go different ways. You're right. LeBron LeBron wanted Anthony Davis. I wanted to play. I want to play with Westbrook. Me, me, me. You know, Anthony Davis. I want to play with him. It worked the first time. The first year, you got a little ring. I mean, some. It's the the bubble. Bubble how you want. fixed. You're right. It was rigged for for LeBron to get that. So, but whenever they're not in there, AD dubs AD can't stay healthy. Westbrook 
shows that he can't play with the team. He has to be the man. And and again, I hate that it's always the coaches that lose their job first. Right. Because how is it the coach's fault that Anthony Davis didn't play for half a season? Right. It's not. How is it the coach's fault that LeBron James didn't play for a quarter of the season? It's not. So what all do you want from the coach when he has a bunch of scrubs to coach? You like, what do you expect? Your, you traded all your, your pieces yes. to bring in these guys. And you, you don't bring back. And you First off, we knew from the start, well, at least anybody with a brainstem knew that the Lakers were going to be taking a step back on defense Yeah, because you let Caruso go. And who else was going to play defense? Old LeBron James, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Mr. Glass, Bricks, Russell Westbrook. Like, nobody plays defense on that team. Yeah. So how did you think that they were just going to be like, oh, yeah, they're finals bound? No. <laughs> no. Come on. You saw LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. You took name recognition instead of actually watching the game. And that's what you're, and that's what they based it on. And it was the same thing with the Nets whenever they brought their big three together, like right, Kyrie, Durant, and Harden. At the beginning, you think of the all season, those team, the, those egos were going to mesh? Not a chance. At the beginning of the season, not that's a what chance. It was, it was these are the teams that are going to be there. It was Nets, Lakers across the board. Everybody had it. Like everyone forgot about the rest of the teams that were, were good, right? And just automatically, yep, it's these two teams. Crown them. You know, not not the the Bucks that were just there. You don't want to give them no love. You know, the the Phoenix Suns. Nobody gave them any love. I haven't heard. I haven't heard mum Still. mum's the word on how dominant Phoenix has been. Yeah, that's not made a headline anywhere in ESPN at the all. Last quarter of the season, you go down. You you lose your your point. The guard, quote unquote point god. And and we go fourteen and four. Right. Still and playing great. Still not no a love. chance. Nobody talked about him. I, guilty of sin, was worried that once Chris Paul went down, I was oh, worried about how the team was. I think everybody was. was, like was Stephen A. Smith was writing them off like, oh, Golden State Warriors, now they're the favorite to win You know, win the, win the West and be the number one seed. And Devin Booker said, okay, team, let's go. Yeah. We're, we're still here. You know, he, hey, I, <laughs> I think you forgot that I still exist, you know, because he, among Luka Doncic, is a ghost when it comes to MVP considerations. Yeah. Just nobody talks about him. And it and it blows my mind. It blows my mind how you just sit there and let teams, players on teams that aren't doing top-notch be MVP yeah. candidates. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Is it a stat-driven league or is it based off of because if that's the case, then why isn't the best player on the best team with the best record winning this award? I feel like with the MVP, especially in the NBA, it changes year to year on what they consider the MVP. Right. It's, it's really baffling because I feel like every year is something different. It's, it's either popularity or right. oh, so he's, that- he's a good player on a bad team or he is the really the best player out there, so it, I mean, it's it's really baffling because MVP should be the guy that if you take that guy off that team, they fall apart, right? And there's multiple guys that are there, but they, they, they don't get talked about. Like you're saying, what you take Luca off that team, who else is there? Nobody. They're, they're not going to be what they are. If Devin Booker goes out, you're you're not going to be the number one seed. That's for dang sure. If you're, we would still top- like we would be top three team, but not we would not be in the number one seed. I agree with that. So, like, but. You know, again, you could say the same thing with Joker, Giannis. Like, you take away any of these guys, 
Like that needs to not be a criteria anymore because right. you take away any of these guys from any of these teams, right? And yeah, their team's gonna suffer. You're, you're gonna Giannis and go Bead, Joker, Booker, Luca. If, if you're a top ten player in the game, yeah, when you're not on you. the court, you're gonna know you're not there. Right. You're gonna see the difference. Right. Like that's I, to me, that's where you kind of got to take John Morant out of the the whole subject in the first place. Is when you see what Memphis did without John Morant, it's like okay, that just took him out of any kind of MVP candidacy to me because. They did it without him. They went, what was it, at one point in time, 18 and 2. Yeah, without, without John. John Morant. And that's like. That's fair. Okay. Now, is he a phenomenal player? Yes, he's a phenomenal player. But yeah. I think that kind of should take you out of the MVP talk simply because they show they can do it without you. Yeah. I mean, I, I would totally agree with that. You're the star of the team, but still, they, they kind of did it without you. So it's like, oh, is he, is he that important? Yeah. So, I mean, since we're talking about. MVP, uh, I think it's going to go to Joker. I really do. Because I think out of all the people that if you do take him off, he is the one. that He just set yeah. some crazy stat with 2,000 points, 1,000 yeah. rebounds, and 500 assists. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely Especially bonkers. from a center, which uh, in today's game. Right. 500 assists in a season from a center is nuts. You you don't think of them as being your guys to facilitate, yeah. especially on a team with without Jamal Murray yeah. and uh, without Porter Jr. and Porter Jr. a guy that they expected to be something that was going to be big for them. And for like I said, what in today's game, there's only a handful of centers that are even good. To yeah, have, I think there's maybe like four or five. You know, so to have your 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 main guy be your center and be able to do everything <coughs> on the court for you and be that guy. I'm with you. I do think Joker is going to get it. Yeah. I just, there's other people that I, I wish they would put in the conversation. Yeah. Because it gets, like, all you hear is, is Joker and Embiid, Embiid because he got the, the point score, the right, points the, title. Right, the scoring title, yeah. I'm like, okay. Great. But, but you're still the fourth seed in the West. Right. You so, know, Joker, great. You did all that, but you're still a sixth seed. Yeah. You know. Like, I guess you, show some love to these other guys. The, the, the fact that, like, you're talking about the Suns. Are a one seed. They've been the one seed since jump. Like the entire, <laughs> like pretty season. much they, the whole season. Right. It was either them, and then it was the, the Warriors the for like right. the Warriors a, had a little, week or the two. Little stretch, and then that went away, and it's been the Suns. So I mean, predominantly ninety percent, it's been Suns. Yeah. But just no one talks about it. No one talks about any of the players being anything. You know. And you know why the, is because there's no drama. Right. There's no drama. I was listening to Arizona radio, and they're like, "That's the reason why we don't get coverage right now is because there's no there's no turmoil. Like, why is why it's is everybody good. talking about the Lakers? It's not because good for the TV. Queen is going to miss the playoffs. Yeah, that's why everybody's got to watch it. You know, another team that missed the playoffs that's getting that talk. And I understand it's because they were supposed to be, you know, but still, they missed the playoffs. Why are we talking? Like, why do they get the talk if they miss the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, you got other big market teams that missed the play. The Knicks missed the playoffs. They're not being talked about. <laughs> yeah, after being uh, there last season, they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, this year. with the like, coach of the year, quote unquote. Um, let's see, what are the big big teams missed? Obviously, Portland always tends to kind of yeah with with Dame, but Dame was out all year. Uh, Dame, I guess that's about it. Yeah. Mm. Now that they've just included everybody in to make it in the now playoffs. 
10 teams, which yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm not a big fan of the whole play in thing. And I swear, if we go to 11, man, it just makes no sense. <laughs> makes no sense to me. They, like, you're already getting half your field into this into the playoffs. They don't need to. For me, if you wanted to do the 8 9 seed play to see who gets the 8 seed. Sure. Okay. But you but could barely make an argument for it. I I don't like this whole seven, eight, nine. When 10. you're fourteen games under five hundred, <laughs> you, you should there. not be going to the postseason. Completely. Agree. I don't care. I don't care. That is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't like this whole play-in game, but it's one of the reasons why I'm not a big NBA fan. It is my third favorite sport. Um. Baseball is my passion, followed by football, and then NBA. Um, it's because they do dumb things like that. Like, imagine the Detroit Lions making the playoffs last year. <laughs> like, why? Why are they? Why are they in the postseason? They have no. They don't deserve to be in the postseason. Like, I, I I know why they do it. It's all about the revenue. It's all about the money. Oh, of course, you of know. course. So I I mean, I understand why your team still has that fighting chance. You know, even though they really shouldn't have a chance. Yeah, but I, I'm not a huge fan of the playing game, personally. Uh, now, if I'm a fan of the teams that are in there. You know, if I'm that that ten seed or nine, yeah. Seed, oh, great! All of a sudden, I'm I'm a little bit more interested. Sure, but again, it's one of those things. Like overall, you're gonna get it's it's like whoever won, and they gotta go play Alabama in college football. Like, yeah, you know you're gonna get trounced, That's, man. So like, to, to great that you won with the expansion of the playoffs in college football, like they talked about. Doing. Yeah. So now you're going to have like a, a, an eight seed team play Alabama. Yeah, that's not going to be a game. It's it's not gonna. But like you said, at least for that fan base, you generate that revenue right. for that city, that it, state, it or whatever. Up a like more that interest. It's kind of like okay, it gives we're you, here. It gives your players a reason to play in the game instead of right. like a lot of these college athletes now that are all opting yeah. out because the game doesn't matter. Right. Again. I see the purpose of all these things. I just, I'm not a fan. I guess it's on that starting to get to that you know, grumpy old man that this isn't the way the game is supposed to be played kind of attitude, you know? Yeah. Which I kind of want to hit on something with baseball after we wrap this up. I want to have a little baseball with some changes that are happening over there. Totally but, uh, fine with that because my dad brought it up yesterday while we're watching the Yankee game. Um, but we'll talk about that yeah, in a little bit. Some of these changes. So, again. MVP. I've got Joker. You, it's uh, the Joker. Same. I, again, I don't. We just want love for the other other yes, players. That's all I'm saying. Like I, I, I put a lot on the the shirts and skins podcast on Facebook. I, I put a lot of posts about Luca. Sure do. And I'm not saying he is the MVP. I, I jokingly just say that. It's just I, I want him to get same. The, the, the I'm the same thing. With, I'm the same thing with Devin Booker. Put his name out there a little bit, like because the, the, all they talk about is it's like it seems like it's MB Joker Giannis. Yeah. And then they throw Tatum in there, and I'm like, how? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, who do you got for defensive player of the year? I feel like it's the easy kind of generic pick, but I'm gonna go Giannis. Really? Yeah. He's not. I don't even think he's on there. I think it's it's a top. It's a it's between Rudy Gobert, Bam Adebayo, and uh, Mikael Bridges. And me, I want my homeboy to win it. Understandable. I mean, there is nothing that there is no guy, or how do I phrase this? There's nothing that he can't guard. I'll say, like he is night in and night out, tasked with taking away your best scorer, and he shuts them down. 
shuts them down. Like, almost like to where you're talking about, like, Revis Island right. kind of thing. Like, who's your best player? Okay, you go shut him down. And then he'll turn around and go put 20 points on the board, too. Like, Bridges does it all. He does it all. Interesting fact uh, with Bridges. If he gets it, he uh, will be the smallest player to be named defense player of the year. Since yeah, he's like 6'6". Six, six Gary something. Payton, 26 years ago. Or he's like 6'4", or something like that. Yeah, he's six foot six. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's an impressive thing. Uh, yeah, it's Marcus Smart, Rudy Gobert, and Mikael Bridges. Marcus Smart, that was him. Okay. I could see Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart has been shutting down some people. That as is well. very true. Uh, Rudy Gobert, I'm. But again, I, we were just talking about how why is the best team with the best record and has been and played? Why is Bridges not up there? Why yeah. is he not the guy? Top three. Our team is ranked top three in defense, I believe. If not top five, why is he not the defensive player of the year? I just like if that's what is going. If that's your criteria, then he should get it. Yeah, I mean, what again? I, I think it's because they're not getting the love. They're not getting the hype. They're not. I feel like Rudy Gobert is almost like you know he every year he has to be on the list kind of thing for him. Yeah. So. I'll admit I haven't paid too much attention to the Jazz this year because I feel like they've just been such a disappointment. Who has? Who has? Even Utah doesn't pay attention. <laughs> like, they've been such a disappointment, and I, yeah. I know they're, in they're the, the playoffs, fifth seed. But it's like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, I so, I, like I said, I got I got Mikhail winning that. I want him to. I think he should. I think he deserves it. Um, it started from last year when he was doing this, and then he only got better. He improved his offense. And then just stepped up on defense to where night in and night out, you can task him with taking out your top scorer and he's going to limit them to below what their average is. And then if this isn't the year <laughs> Monty Williams doesn't win coach of the year, th- what then what is basketball doing? I don't know what he what needs is to do basketball to win? doing. Except we just talked about 90% of the year, you're the number one seed. You know, you, he you should have won it last year, going lose, from worst you lose, to you know bubble right. phenom to you made it to the NBA Finals. You yeah, know, you were the two seed in the West. Now you're the one seed in the West by eight games. It's not like you like you were neck and neck. <clears throat> you know, you handled business. You you, you lost, lost your your second best player. Your team you lost for, Chris Paul, and when everyone again, everyone in media said once Chris Paul goes down, well there it goes. That they're, was it. They're no longer like they're going to drop. You're going to drop the third, fourth seed. Yeah, so the only other argument I could make would be Taylor Jenkins and Memphis Grizzlies. No yeah. one expected them to be a two seed. <clears throat> and no one expected them to be a two seed without John Morant. And then losing John Morant the way, same way with yeah, 18, losing Chris Paul. Yeah, going 18 and 2 or something like that. Losing that type of player, you're going to take a step back, and they didn't take that step back. I was back. shocked. But they relied on other teams being hurt too. Memphis. Right. You know, with Golden State being hurt, with right. Utah being hurt, Denver not being healthy, like, yeah, it's outside of the Suns, who are probably one of the most complete basketball teams in the NBA. That's why they could withhold a injury to Chris Paul, whereas other teams can't. I think that's why Memphis capitalized. Yeah, for sure. And they've got a good young and squad. They're not the. I said, I, 
I'm gonna say this out of just they're the like least scariest two seed ever. Cause I think that could be bad. No that one knows bad. what they're gonna be. Right. Like yes, they're a two seed, but are like Right. They were like Utah last year. Right. Like that's the two seed you want to play. You yeah. want to play them if if you're you know near the top there. You'd rather you know let me. Utah not was this. one last year, and they're like, eh, you're not that scary of a one seed. Utah. Yeah. Seeding wise, you'd rather play a Memphis than a a Phoenix. Yeah. You know, you you feel comfortable more comfortable playing a a U. I mean a, a Minnesota type team. So that'll be interesting to see where that plays out. I I hope Monty Williams gets it. Yeah. I think he Same. deserves it. Everything that he's done, like, I know they're kind of the expected team you're expecting to be a top three, but to be able to run the West, right, the entire and dominate year, the West, yes, like it's it's not like like I said, it's not like how you just like oh you beat the you know you're the one seed by a game like right, no you had your stuff locked like two weeks ago, yeah you were home court throughout the entire playoffs and like. You could really start resting dudes, and and even then, when they rested guys, they still won games they shouldn't have won. Like it was just, it's crazy, the 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 belief in in the valley. It's insane. Not to sound like a homer, but I I'm gonna homer it up because <laughs> I wasn't around last year to 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 talk about it, but I'm here this year because you should hype it up, man. Yeah, it's it's exciting, man. It's exciting, and and. Much like I'm sure most of America, like everyone wants to see Chris Paul get that ring. ring. Yep. You know, I mean, the only way you don't want it is because you don't want your team to lose, you know, kind right. of situation. Right. You know, if it comes out of my team or that or them, obviously you want your team. Yeah. But if it's anyone else, you're going to yeah. be like, hey, let's take a dump. You're, you're, you're rooting right. for the Suns. You're rooting for Chris Paul. It's kind of like last year. Like, if unless you were a Bengals fan, you're almost rooting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Right. You wanted to see Stafford exactly. get his. You wanted to see, depending upon who you were, you wanted to see uh, Donald get his. Yeah. You know, me being a Cardinals fan, I didn't like that, <laughs> <laughs> but I could un- I could respect it as right. to why they wanted Stafford to win his ring. Because man, he put up with some stuff. He, he, he put up with suffering. some junk. He for twelve years, and yeah. that's why <laughs> that's probably one of the greatest AT and T commercials out right yeah. now is the the cell phone where he's like, "So I can go from a twelve year plan where I loved it to death and I didn't like it anymore, and then go and switch and have instant success, but still be loved by everybody." That's me. I'm like, bro, that is genius marketing. So good, genius marketing. Yes, I, I love that when I was seeing that. I was like, oh, it's so good. I love that Stafford's willing to, to kind of own that. and Look, man, there's nothing wrong with it. You yeah. loved and put up with that city for you, a long you time. You gave them a lot. You gave them your heart, your soul. Yep. and I've got no, I've got no a ill better will. Situation. I've got no ill will towards Matthew yeah, Stafford. That's for sure. Uh, he so, did it the right way. Um, so let's get into these playing games. We're about to have one start yeah, right now. Here I'm, it is, I'm, Tuesday. Tip-off is going on right now between uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Brooklyn Nets. And this is... Let's do some predictions. We'll do the East. We'll start the East since the tip the the playoff play in game going on right now is from the East. We'll go East. I've got Cleveland pulling an upset in this one. Wow, I really do. I have Cleveland being the seventh seed. Wow, um, I think it's going to be close, but I just think that the height that Cleveland has has been crazy all year. Again, another to where team Brooklyn. That- 
everyone, uh, you know, counted them out. They played way better than anybody expected. At one point in time, they were the top in the East. Yeah, it was a short while. Yeah, but they were still number yeah. one in the East. And I remember you saying that you know, like they're shocking, but I think they're going to fall, and they did fall. But I think that I could see Cleveland coming out and just stunning Brooklyn. I'm wondering if this moment's going to be too big for these young players, or if it's going to be. Like the Hawks last year, where it almost seemed like they were playing with house money, so it was like, "Oh, Cleveland's totally playing with house." We're money. We're not supposed to be here, so right. we don't care. We're just gonna right. go all and out, and that's why and I like them. If we win, sweet. If right. we don't, we know we're we're there. Like we're gonna right. be here because we're a young nucleus, and like we have all these little pieces. Yep. And I wanted to do it before LeBron James tries to go over there and win another one over there. <laughs> Stop, go LeBron, ride, go away. Ride these young men's LeBron, go away. The way that like Shaq used to try to do. Yeah, it's it's team like team. it's like how uh, the other playing game. How I see Russell Westbrook trying to go to Charlotte. Why is that? Stop! Stop! I don't no, know why? why I don't Nobody wants that. Why Charlotte would want to do that. And I don't think it is. I think right now it's all just clickbait. I I'm really I think that's all that so, it is. Like that'd be a stupid move. Yeah. But to get back to this playing game, I think it. I think Cleveland pulls an upset. Um, I think a huge key factor is going to be Kevin Love. Yeah, I think if he can come off the bench and give them some good minutes, some good points, then I think that'll help him put over the top. Uh, I'm with the rest of America, and I'm going with the Nets, mm. just because when you have, you know, one of the greatest players in the game today, and Kevin Durant, and true. Kyrie Irving both being able to play in a one game series. I'll yeah. take I'll take KD in a one game series every time. Uh then it's going to be Atlanta against Charlotte, and I have mixed emotions on this one because <laughs> like, do I want ice tray or do I want ball to go? Either one of them, I don't think beats this team, the the loser of this game. Right. Whether it be Cleveland or Brooklyn, I don't think either Charlotte or Atlanta beats the loser. Yeah. So for that purpose, like I said, I've got Cleveland winning at seven, and then the Nets finishing off at eight, and that rounds out your top eight. I know Tori doesn't like that idea because he uh, he fears the Nets as a Miami Heat guy. He which would, is also why I like it. <laughs> which is also why I like he it. He would much rather not see them, and I I don't blame him there. I mean, that's like so the Nets are, are that team that I feel like the more they're going to start to play together here, the more they can get that cohesiveness going. Right. And there was a little talk about the Bucks how they were intentionally sitting guys so that we don't see them. Yeah. I don't know if any of that's legit or if it's just hey, it's the last game. We don't care where we're could seeding be. that. It could be like, because, you know, seeding is everything. Seeding becomes everything in some of these tournaments. You know, it's like one of the, you know, would you rather face the Suns or Memphis? Right. I'd rather face Memphis. For, for sure. In the, I'd in rather the, face Memphis yeah. in the first round. In, in the West, I definitely would you rather know? have that so seven seed. That seven seed's I could, important. I could see, you know. For at least the 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 three through six seeding, like if you're seven or eight, like nah, man, I'm trying to win to <laughs> yeah. to, to make sure I get to the postseason, not have to do a play in game. Yeah. So, but that being said, so then it takes us to our top eight. The matchup would be, or at least what I think, it's going to be Heat and the Nets. It would be a phenomenal matchup. I have Miami winning that. I would love that. Like that's the matchup I, I want to see. I have Miami winning that. I don't. I don't personally think it'll go that way, but that 
that's the matchup I want to see. Miami winning, I would say that that one probably going to go the distance. Like I think that seven. that would be the best for the uh, the series. That's the way you're going to get the better series. Yeah, because any of these other teams in the East, I don't have any of them having a chance against the Heat <clears> other than the Nets. Because then you got four or five, so you got 76ers against Toronto. I got 76ers winning that game. That's the series. Then you've got Milwaukee against the Bulls. I've got Milwaukee. The Bulls just are are beat up right now. Man, they looked at the early onset like they were just juggernauts. First half of the season? Juggernauts. And then all of a sudden. This Bulls team is just crazy good. Injuries, injuries, injuries. It's all about health. But uh, um, and then like I said, Boston would in my bracket play Cleveland, and I would uh, again I would have Boston yeah. winning that. So then you that's when you have really fun matchups. You got Heat Seventy Sixers. Even though if if it goes Brooklyn Seventy Sixers, I could also see NBA going that way because yeah, Ben have, Simmons, yep. Ky, you know, you have the, the, the James Harden the, yep. going back like that. TV could write itself there, yes. and if NBA wants money, I could see that. That that, that equals ratings right there because there's instant stories. Yep. Because there's all the talk of uh, Simmons could play in this playoff. Yeah, and then does he play Is only he in gonna, Philly? Exactly. Does he, he go back to you know to Brooklyn and get boo? You know, or does he only play in Brooklyn right. and doesn't go does to he Philly? Actually, play in those games. You know, what's that environment going to do to him mentally? I I I wouldn't be shocked at all if. Right. Uh, for some reason, certain calls go certain ways. And, <laughs> Not know. that anything's rigged or anything, <laughs> but like... But they can be influenced, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this this uh, Hawks-Hornets... I, I jumped on the Hawks bandwagon last year. I don't think yeah. I can jump off. I, I'm going to stick with them. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't mind the Hornets, but again, I don't think either team has a chance past this round. Yeah, I don't... But... uh. You know, just Trey Young, the way, way he does, the kid's phenomenal. But I want to see ball. ball I want to see ball. Ball exciting as well. If any of these two teams were to go into the playoffs, like be guaranteed in the playoffs, I would definitely want ball. I want to see more ball. He's an exciting young kid yeah. who is doing great things for this sport. That's the, the beauty of what we have coming up. There's so many good yeah. young kids. She'll be players. in the dunk contest. <laughs> Wish they were freaking... <laughs> But like these young talent that we have in the NBA today is absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I got Hawks advancing into this one, but then losing the Hawks, to either Cleveland or Hawks, Brooklyn. Hawks, Cavs. Yeah, I, the way like I said, Cavs were there's too many good little pieces that I sure. think they could overcome Trey Young because that's all it is. Yeah. So, uh, especially after they traded away their their biggest piece, you know, when you trade away McCollum, man, yeah. like it is all ice tray or nothing. You know, um, so then, like I said, so then you would have, I personally have Heat 76ers with Heat beating the 76ers and then Milwaukee against Boston. And I've got Boston pulling wow. the upset. I've got Boston pulling the upset just because we talked about how Smart's been eliminating. Yeah. Been playing some really great defense. I think he could take away Middleton and then all it is is just Giannis. Yeah. And not to say Giannis isn't. <laughs> you know, Giannis is Giannis. I, you know, I watched firsthand as he just dominated four games in a row against my sons uh, last year in the finals. But uh, I think Tatum can carry him. I think Tatum is in MVP consideration for a reason. And you have a, a defensive player of the year candidate yeah. and smart that can that can carry you. Um, 
I know it's not a popular pick, but I know a lot of people think Milwaukee is going to go back. I don't know if I see that. Uh, I don't I'm, know if I see that. Again, I fall in line with the rest of society, <coughs> and I pull in chalk. Yes, I, I got Milwaukee. Like, and I wish Tori was here because I've got Heat going to the finals. That I have was the, the Heat returning to the finals. That was a team that I said if. Especially for me, it's it's. I don't know what it is about the Nets. I think if they play the Nets, if they can beat the Nets, yeah, I could see them going. They've got the, the best Eastern road Conference finals, yeah, and and seeing what's going to happen there with, mm-hmm. with with the Bucks. But it's just like I don't know. The Heat are. It reminds me of I don't know why. It's like I I talk crap about the the Grizzlies in the West. Like the Heat is the number one seed. It yeah. just doesn't seem right Scary. to me. I think they got the sixth man of the year in Tyler Hero over there. Yeah, they he's have phenomenal. Good pieces like Jimmy Butler, they're Bam a good Adebayo. team. Yeah, but I just can't seem to quite give them the love they deserve <laughs> for some reason. I don't know if because it's the hater in me because I know Tori is a, a Heat guy. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Could but be. I, just, I can't. I don't know. I just can't seem to say they're the team. So you got the Bucks in the finals. Yes, I got Bucks Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I just. Or, I mean, Bucks in the finals completely, you know, but yeah, the the Heat is one of those teams at the beginning of the year where I was saying I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the, the finals either. That's because fair. They, they just, when you bring in uh, Oladipo on the team that was already good last year, right? And they didn't right. really lose anything, they just nope. gained, yeah. And Spolstra still, the coach was a phenomenal coach, right? Like, you only got better, so it's like I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. True. And I hate saying that, but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all if some reason, you know, somehow things kind of fall their way. Right. And see them in the finals. So that, again, takes us over to the West. And, again, it's just so great to not see the Lakers in this. <laughs> not have to only worry about it. Only see one LA team? Yeah, only see one LA team. And that's probably going to be the team that represents LA for a while to come. Um, man, just look, look at the list, man. There's no Lakers. <laughs> it's just no Lakers. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, anyway, uh, so we got the playing games are Minnesota against LA. That goes tonight. Yes. Uh, I know how yeah. you're going to lean on that one. It's, it's a tough game. It's going to be fun because there's another story in there that, you know, Pat, Patrick Beverly plays right. his old team. I can't stand Patrick Beverly. I think he's one of the dirtiest players since Robert Ori. I love his energy. Like, I can't stand him <laughs> for obvious reasons. I think all of America knows why. <laughs> they saw if they watched any of the the, the Clippers uh, Suns matchup last year in the Western Conference Finals, they know why. Yeah. Um, he's just a scummy, dirty player, man. He just really is. I can't stand like Robert Ori. You know. Just the guy that play. I'm not saying he doesn't play hard, but he plays hard in a bad way. I kind of equate it to I I call it old school ball. Sure, it is kind of dirty. Yeah, I feel like the old school ball was dirty. Oh, for sure. That's why LeBron won the last back in the day. You know, they they like a staff would got destroyed back in those days. Like yeah, you know, it's it's reminds me of an old school basketball and the way he does things. I love his energy. I love what he brings. But again. It is kind of a, a dirty style. Yeah. You know, he doesn't mind kind of doing those bad fouls, we'll call them. 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's like the enforcer on a hockey team. Right. He's the uh, goon. He'll, he'll go out there, but I like also like the hill. He tries to get in the star player's head. You know, he tries to kind of do those to take you off your game. Yep. I, I like that side of it. But this game was a tough one for me. I mean, the Timberwolves, ever since like the Rubio days, have been a team that I, I've I've liked watching. Sure. Because they remind me of a Clippers type team where they're always having this young talent that you think can be something and never really quite does what they're supposed to. Yeah. Never lives up to that hype. Um, If Paul George wasn't back, I would say Timberwolves. For sure. Easily. I think Paul George gives them that extra push that they need. Right. And the next round is where I have the Timberwolves taking it. Yeah, I I I agree. I think LA is going to win this one. Um, does Minnesota have the best big man in the game? In Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, he did just win a three point contest. I still I don't know if I crazy. Can. You still got Joker. I, I would take Joker over him. Wow, but he is finally. I feel like he's finally kind of living up to the hype. Yeah, like you know, he, I think having Edwards over there has helped him sure. up his game to where he doesn't have to just. To kill himself every freaking night, right? You know, now he has his his Robin yeah. to his Batman, Batman. kind of situation yeah. here. You know, that other guy that can help relieve some of that stress that he's never really had. Right, he had guys that were supposed to be that guy and then never did it. Yeah. So I think that's what's been the difference for him this year mm-hmm. is having Edwards over there and them two being that one-two punch has really put him over. Right. Uh, then you have New Orleans against San Antonio. Again, you know, it's similar to the East where it's just like. Whatever team yeah. comes out of here is going <laughs> right. to lose to the loser yeah. of the 7-8. Um, I'll go New Orleans just because maybe on the off chance that New Orleans pulls an upset against the 7-8 that maybe we could see Zion. Maybe. I don't know if there's any whis- whispers or anything of him yeah, I haven't, coming back or I anything haven't like heard that. anything, but I'm just... I, I also have the Pelicans in that one. The Spurs yeah. are a team where it's it's... It's po- classic Popovich type game, right? Where you don't have that huge star player. They have one guy, you know, Murray, yeah, Murray. over there that's yeah. doing really well for them, and the rest of them, it's it seems like they're a bunch of role players that no one's heard of, right? But yet somehow they're still, you know, classic Popovich, you know, <laughs> classic old school <laughs> team ball, yeah. Where they find a way to kind of kind of like a Bill Belichick, yes. I've got Tom Brady and then a bunch of dudes, <laughs> the guys that no one else wanted, right? But, I'm gonna go Your West Walkers, Julian Edelmans, yeah. etc., that now become household I'll, names. Because I'll, I'll turn them into to names because that's what I do. That's what I do. So, that's unfortunately for, for Popovich, it's not going to work this year. Yeah, you were talking before we started recording that this might be his last year. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I think he just he's gonna keep going until he just feels like. Eh, I know I'm when done. he had when he had Becky Hammond, there was a lot of talk that he was gonna try. Yeah. She was gonna take over. She should have. She should have got like she should have been your first female head coach. Right. This last off season, That's, like you want to push about uh, equality. She should like you are under tutelage of one of the best he- NBA yeah. head coaches for the last what five six years. Give her a shot. And that's there was a lot of controversy around that signing because the the Las Vegas Aces ended right. up signing her as a coach. Yeah, and the players were all upset because she's making more than most of the players. Right, like that's because they know she's a good coach. So we got to you got to overpay for that type of situation <coughs> because someone in the NBA would end up paying. Right. So in order to get her to over there, yeah. 
you're gonna have to overpay. Yeah. So I was surprised. Like I said, there was there was already the rumblings that that was gonna happen. So when she left, I was like, oh, does this make it to where maybe Pop doesn't quite go yet? Maybe stick sure. a little bit longer. Sure. I'm like, I'm wondering if. I don't know what else stayed. he has left to prove. All right, for sure. Like, like I wonder if she would have stayed if he would have stepped down just to give her that chance. Uh huh. But now that it's obviously it doesn't matter anymore. Like she's gone, so I don't know yeah. what he's gonna do. And then you were saying that. L.A. might try. Yeah, to there's get already him. the rumblings like, that L.A. you know wants to get him. Might uh, go to Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets. So. I don't see him leaving. If 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 Popovich coaches for another team, it's it'll be like Bill Belichick going to coach for another team. Yeah. I hope outside of him already being you know with Cleveland and all that stuff. Right. Like, it's just you're not. But, it'd be weird to like, see with with Bill. You don't even think about those days. Right. You know, it's yeah. He's the oh Patriot. he was he was with. The Giants in Cleveland? <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh. He's he is New England. Right. You know, like this like Popovich, you is San Antonio. You think of Spurs, Spurs, it's automatically Popovich. Yep. So I hope he doesn't do something like that. I don't think he will, especially at this age, like I don't think he's the type of guy to do that. I don't think he's the the, the uh Phil Jackson type where he's gonna go to over there and try to chase a ring. I mean he doesn't need to. He's got rings. Yeah. He's, in my personal opinion, the, the greatest NBA coach of all time. Wow. So hmm. don't don't go chasing it. Don't try to, you know, if you want to coach LeBron, coach USA Basketball. Sure. Don't don't, yeah. don't tarnish your, your right. career by trying to go over there to the Lakers and yeah. be a mid-seed. Um, with that being said, so now we'll have the one through eight. We got now Suns would play Minnesota, and that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, you got Devin Booker playing against some of his friends, quote unquote. There was already that bad blood, um, about two weeks ago where I think Booker got ejected. There was four technicals issued, like, and it was one of those things where Minnesota was talking trash. They were up by like 20 or something at half. And then they just kept running their mouth and all of a sudden the sons just said, okay, put my foot on the gas. And, oh yeah, we just won by 15. Yeah, I think that's that. Young team mentality, you know, you get a little big headed and think you're they're better than what you are. And I just, again, now that means the Suns play Beverly again, and I cannot stand <laughs> Patrick Beverly. I can't. I just can't. So, but I got the Suns winning that matchup. Yeah. Um. Then you got Dallas and Utah, and this is where it gets interesting because if Luca is out, if Luca is out, I don't see this being a series. I think. They, they, the Lucas was seen in a in a boot. They were saying a calf strain. Yeah, he was seen. I in don't boot know. They had the, the MRI today. I don't know how serious it is. I don't know the recovery. Let me see if I can try and find the article. See where if there's any what they updates were saying today. I seen, but I, most calf strains, even if it's a mild one, you're talking about like two to three weeks. That's the thing. I, I was hearing two to three weeks on a calf strain, so it's like what? But nobody with the Mavericks seems to be like. Ruling them out, yeah, because in the article it says, "Can you rule them out for, you know, game one, which is Saturday?" And they said, "No." See, I, I'm I'm with the camp. You don't play him game one. Well, you can't. I don't like, think you can. There, you don't. You don't take the chance of him. I think this. I think or, this might be kind of how like Kawhi was used last year. Right. Oh, is he healthy? Is he coming back? <laughs> is he Kawhi's ready? Whole, you're saying he's the whole game time. time, game time decision. Kawhi's a game time decision. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's out. Yeah, Luke is a game time decision. Ah, he's not suiting up. You today. know he's not going to, but you kind of put it out there that hey, there's a chance to make the other team 
kind of think, okay, we have to worry, yeah. worry about him kind of thing. That's the only thing I can think of that they're going to try to do is at least plant that seed to where, hey, he could be back, guys. Like, don't don't right. count him out. But if he can't play, I don't – the Mavericks are done. See, I disagree. I think Utah's the, the, the right team for Dallas to play without Luka. Utah can never seem to get over that hump. They just – I don't know if it's they don't have the right players, if they just don't have the, the – the right coach or what, but they just, they get there and then all of a sudden they just can't get there. Right. Like they'll play you tough in a series, but they can't win the series. And this is where I think we're take away Luca. You still got Reggie Bullock. You got uh Smith. You've got, um, Dinwiddie. And I'm not saying that they're Dinwiddie's not been like, huge for them. I'll, I'll right. That. Right. Josh green. These are players that, if you take away Rudy Gobert, who's mainly only defensive oriented, he's not yeah. really an offensive center. You're relying on Donovan Mitchell, and lately Donovan Mitchell just cannot get that done. He just can't. He can't carry the team all by himself. They don't have it. Um. So, I would. I'm saying Dallas wins against Utah, even without Luca. Even without Luca, I like to hear that. I'll definitely say that. I'm unfortunately not quite as confident, but uh, <clears throat> I I don't know. I, what I'm afraid of is they're going to try to like almost rush him back, and he's going to end up hurting himself even more yeah. or something like that, and really take him out. Like for me, it's don't play him Saturday. Take that. Oh, I totally agree. For, for game I totally one, agree. And then go from there. See what you can do. Yeah. Um. Then the next matchup would be Golden State against Denver. And they're saying that Curry might not be back either, which would be huge. That's a game that's, changer. That's big. Yes. Like, because Denver is better than Golden State without Curry. I would give them a slight edge. I mean, I was still... Because Draymond has been playing great. He's coming back from his own injury. Yeah. And Klay Thompson hasn't been the same He's, since he came back from no, injury. not at all. So, I like Denver. Assuming Curry misses the series or misses a couple games, right. I like Denver beating Golden State. Yeah, well, with a, a healthy, healthy-ish, because it won't be completely healthy, but a healthy-ish right. Golden State, yeah, for sure over Denver. I think without, I think it's going to be a good series. Yeah. I, I think that's a 6-7 game series if Steph Curry doesn't play. And I think that might give Golden State the edge if it does go that far. Because then you're yeah. going to be able to have more chances for Golden for, for Steph to come back. Right. And, again, much like the KD, you give Steph one game, I'll take Steph in that one game. Yeah. Um, like I said, so I'm under assumption that Steph will probably miss a game or two, so I've got Denver winning. Yeah. That's the way I've got my bracket filled out. And uh, I believe – Part uh, Devin put a bracket. Pick your bracket. Yep. So you know, on the Facebook page, fill out your brackets. Yeah, go check that I out. know March Madness is over, but we've got our own NBA yeah, bracket NBA now. Playoff bracket. Too. Um, it's not as exciting because it's a series and it's not. But it's not the one you're still filling out a bracket. Yeah. Um, then you got Grizzlies against the Clippers, and I think Grizzlies will take that one. Unfortunately, I do too. There's rumblings of Kawhi, much like last year. Yeah. Um, I don't think you even try. No, I don't think, do it. I think you you build for next year. I think it's it's again. I think if it's the Clippers are gonna to, get Kawhi back, it needs to be for next year. Yes, 
Don't don't bring them back. Have them get hurt yep. or something crazy. That's, that's the last and, thing you need. Oh, two seconds in. Oh, there, <laughs> there goes his knee again. Yep, and there goes next year. Right. You know, so this this year, you made a big stride just in making the playoffs with what you had. Considering yeah, minus your, Paul George, your two star players were out you yeah. know, for the majority of the season. Yep. To be able to make the playoffs, just okay. Call it there. Good year. Good run. Yeah. You know, say what you want, but take your pets on the back and, you know, <laughs> and build for <laughs> you, next year. You made playoffs, congratulations. You've got LA secured. You know, next year keep that nucleus, the all these role players you're having right. together, keep them together and then yeah. have PG and Kawhi healthy. Yeah. That's huge. Um, so then that brings us to Suns against Dallas. And I have the Suns winning that one. Yeah. I mean even with a healthy Luca with a healthy Luca, I'll take the Suns. And and again, yeah. I, I love Luca. I love you know what he does, but until he gets another piece, yeah. Like I said, the Suns are run. just the most. Wow, Brooklyn just went and got that lucky bouncer up thirteen <laughs> with two minutes left in the first. Um, Suns, I think, are just one of the most well-built teams, but we'll continue. Um, so then, like I said, it's either going to be Golden State and or Denver against the Grizzlies, and. I'm hesitant, but I, I'm saying Grizzlies. I'm saying Grizzlies go to the Western Conference Finals. Wow! I think what they've done minus Ja Morant proves that they have one of the better young teams yes. around. And then you throw Ja Morant with that team, and you're just like, wow! All right, <laughs> it's electric TV to watch. Like Ja Morant is one of those faces that He's of NBA. Super exciting to watch. That he's doing things, he's blocking, he's doing crazy dunks, and I'm just like, I want to see more of him. Yes. And I think NBA could ride that. I'm not saying that because, and then again, i also banking on Steph Curry still dealing with an injury. Right. And Golden State still isn't healthy. Even with a healthy Curry and a subpar Draymond and Clay, you saw what they were doing in the regular season, and they were barely floating by. Yeah. Like, I'm not sold on Golden State this year. I'm just not. I don't think that they are this year's team in the West. I don't. Steph has been too up and down. Yeah. So what you got to hope for is that Steph comes out and is, you know, the beginning of the year Steph. Right. And not the middle to the end Steph whenever he was out there. Because especially after he broke the point, like when he broke that record, he disappeared. Yeah. He couldn't hit nothing. nothing. And then, like I said, he got hurt with this ankle thing, and he's been out longer than I expected, which is also scary. Yeah. Because when it first happened, I was like, okay, he won't be out that long. Right. Maybe, you know, he'll be back. He'll bounce. You know, he'll, he'll be back right in time for playoffs and be healthy. And Now like, they're like, a couple eh, more games. he might not be practicing just yet. I a couple yet. more games before the playoffs. He'd come back. That way, playoff times, he's ready. And the fact that he didn't come back makes me nervous. Right. Because they do need him. Clay, oh. Clay does not look like you know the Clay that was. Even with, I mean, and the this kid's a stud, Jordan Poole. Yeah, can't like they just can't. They cannot without Steph. They they need Steph and they need him at, at least. He's got to be about eighty percent Steph. He he yeah. can't be half wow. of what he's supposed to be. Brooklyn is just pouring it on right now. Twenty points, I guess. Uh, Cleveland's not pulling <laughs> on the upset on this one. <laughs> <laughs> still early, still early. You know, it's just the end of the first. That is but, very uh, true. That is very true. But they're in Brooklyn. 
up 20. Yeah, there's a lot of hype, you know, there. They got the crowd behind them. Yeah. But so yeah, again, it's going to be Suns Grizz. I would love to see a a Grizz Warriors matchup. Sure. You know, and, and kind of see what can happen if it's a healthy Curry. I would love to see that matchup because like you're saying, Curry's been the face for quite a while now. Yeah. You have the new young man that that's kind of taken so up. So same the, thing with LeBron. We were talking about right. earlier like these dudes are great basketball players, but give some press clippings to some of these young cats that are like I think just this doing is gonna be work. Good for the playoffs because you won't have the LeBron. They're going to talk about the whole time, so actually right. some of these other young guys will get we'll some get, love. They're going to get some attention. That's true. With a Memphis, if they can make that run to the Western Conference Finals, right? Then that's really going to give some love for them and put Ja even more on yeah. the map than what Pedestal. he already is. Yeah. You know, get that name out even more. That to where it was almost like is Zion a bust? It's the the the, the Greg Oden and uh, well, Kevin Durant whenever them two got drafted yep. together. Like this is the same way this is kind of panning out. Yep. And it's really scary because I was high on Zion when he was coming out. I thought for sure he was already he was already a little bit bigger. But I was like, oh, when he goes to the NBA, they're gonna it's have a nutritionist, him. right? You know, nope. they're gonna be getting on him cheeseburgers daily. <laughs> Here you go, bro. It's like. Here you go, man. And I don't know if it's him trying to force his way out because there's reports before the season even started that yeah, he, he wasn't be happy. There. He yeah. wants to be in New York. Yeah. Which I don't even know if he makes New York any better. I don't. He just got a couple of Duke boys over there. The only thing I can think of is so he's trying to kind of. Well, that'd be pretty cool to see. That's the only thing reunion. I can see. But I mean, obviously, it's New York, and some for some odd reason, yeah, New York still gets all this hype when it baffles me because they haven't been good for so long. Since but they're still Patrick Ewing. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time the Knicks it, were relevant? Carmelo that. Anthony. Yeah, and that's only because it was his. It name. was Melo. Yeah, you had Lynn Sanity for a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, if if Curry comes back, yeah, I have Curry going. It's going to be the the Suns Warriors. Okay. If Curry comes back for this playoff series, sure, it has to be this playoff series he comes back because if he doesn't come back this playoff series, yeah, I think they're going to be out in the next round because he doesn't have the, the legs right. under him. He needs this round to kind of get his legs under him. So you're saying Curry needs to play against Denver? Yes. Okay. Without him playing right. that series, I don't think he's going to be ready for the next series because you don't have your legs underneath you and everything right. like that, and you know. So. I got Suns Grizzlies in the Western Conference Finals, and I got Suns going to the finals. I'm right there with you. I got Suns in the finals. And then Suns beat the Heat. Or I don't know how you're going to go, but like I said, I just the Suns to me from 1 through honestly 10 is like the most complete basketball team I've ever seen before. Yeah. Like – you're talking about Cam Johnson who comes off and puts up 18. Jay Crowder who's starting puts up 18. You got JaVale McGee back up center who could put up 10. You got uh, Cam Payne who could run the floor in, op- in spell of uh, Chris Paul who can drop 10 and do 10 assists. Yeah. Torrey Craig who was just in the finals last year. Great role player. And then you got, like I said, defensive player of the year candidate Mikael Bridges. Should be MVP candidate Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. Like, I, I just I've never seen a more right. there's there's not a flaw deeper with the team. team. And and the thing is, is you've seen deep teams, but you've never seen teams that buy into the team mentality. Right. Like where 
oh, Aiton doesn't get his points tonight. Aiton doesn't care. We win. Booker doesn't get his points tonight. Oh, I don't care. I'm we're winning. You know, like yeah. that's all that it is for this team is they want that ring. They want the the shit this year. And they're playing for two of their own people. They want Monty to win, and they want Chris Paul to win. They want those two guys to get bling on their fingers. And you've got a hungry, hungry Devin Booker who tasted finals last year. And that bittersweet taste of losing four straight games, I don't think will happen in this finals. Even if it's, like you say, a rematch of... Suns that, Milwaukee. That's where I got it, but I, I think it will be a different game. I think Suns take it because Suns address their their shortcomings of last year of not having backup bigs right. to help DeAndre Ayton. You've got JaVale McGee. You've got um uh Biombo, Bismack Biombo there who can help spell DeAndre Ayton. You've got guys that come on to the bench who can play defense, who can play offense, who can shoot threes, you know, like it's just they can beat you anyway. Yeah. Pick and rolls, threes. They're not reliant on one set right. of basketball play. I got the Suns. I, I I really do, and it's and it's not even a homer pick. It's just no, I what think you see on the court. They, they've proven the entire year that they are the most well rounded. You know, the the best team this year, and I really think that. Especially for like a Chris Paul, I don't know how long he's gonna be able to play at, at at a higher level. Yeah, it almost feels like this is the year, or is it gonna happen? It's to, it's to the point where like if this isn't the year, then it won't happen. Right, it really won't because the Suns just went sixty four and change. What else can you do? The, the main competition like, in the West for most of the year was the the Warriors, right? And they're not healthy. Right, so, so now is the time. There's no excuse. You know, there's, there's already, no excuse. There's already rumblings next year. The the Warriors are gonna trade certain pieces, and they're gonna. LeBron get wants to go play with Curry. <laughs> I I just read that uh, they they're possibly gonna try to get Rudy Gobert. Wow. So these are the types of things like you know the the Warriors are always. Where would Draymond play? Uh, maybe that's the piece that they would send. Ooh. I don't know if they do that. I that's crazy. Like that'd be crazy. The Warriors are that team. It seems like every year that there there's talk about them adding another yeah. piece from somewhere, doing something. Sure, you know because they have these young players that don't play for them. Yeah, because they don't use them. So are they going to try to trade those pieces? Kind of deal. I mean, that, I hope. And if it's not, like I said, the Clippers. You want the Suns to the, win. I want the Suns to win it. And the Clippers wow. aren't going to do it. I'll, I'll say that right now. The Clippers <laughs> aren't doing it. <laughs> as much as I would absolutely love right. that kind of a run. Right. And, and you know, uh, CP, I mean, uh, PG-13 would have to, like, just completely take over. Sure. You know, he would have to have. And then, most, like you said, Kawhi would have to, you know, by some act of God. Right. We got to come back in and. Oh, I'm, game, I'm in game shape. Round. I've missed two straight years. I'm in game shape. <laughs> You know, so yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. But that would be absolutely amazing. Well, that's if that good did to happen. hear. I, but, I'm uh, glad I'm finally getting some Suns love. Definitely on this the Suns. <laughs> Again, I think the same thing. The same reason why I've Tory. It's, it's it's just me, the hater, and me knowing you're a Suns guy. I got to kind of <laughs> rib you a little bit, yeah. talk trash about the Suns. And, but now that it's come down to it, it's like, listen, they they are now that now that it's come to brass tacks. They, they're, they're, Suns they've are the been Sun. the best team. 
It's like, like Dennis Green, the late great Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, now it's, it's legit. This is the time. This is. But like I said, looking at this bracket, I definitely think that there's there's a, some exciting matchups that can be had here. And NBA can definitely expand on its own player pool without yeah. LeBron James being in the playoffs. Really hype up some of these young guys that, that are out there that you can kind of get their name out there a little bit more, make them a bigger deal. Let's let the, the, the next great ones take yeah. center court. Uh, baseball. Yeah, so a couple things. Opening uh, day. We had opening day here. Finally. So we could go after their, yeah, their we were lockout. 99 days. We were worried. I thought it was going to go longer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I really did too. I thought they were they were going to at least miss the first month. The Even the at CBA minimum. agreed on. Yeah. Like they didn't... The things that the, the MLB MLBPA was fighting for, they didn't really change what they're really fighting for. Right. Like, that's where I was blown away with. Like, y'all held out to not really even have the things you wanted change. Change. Right. So, it was like, okay, so that was So, what do we do here? So. What do we do here? It was pointless. You just made your sport even, <laughs> even more of a black eye. Like, you're already losing viewership, and now you do that. Yeah. Like, why? I... I, I I just refuse. I don't like. I don't like Roger Goodell. I can't stand Roger Goodell. Right. But at least he's a businessman. Yes. At least he's got the the NFL in the in the green. Right. Rob Manfred is an absolute moron who does not know what to do with his sport. Like you've got young talent. That's just you're not promoting. You're not promoting at all. Baseball does a terrible job of promoting. And the thing with baseball. It's like basketball. You see the players. Like with football, you don't even yeah. see the, the players. Like you, they got a helmet on, so you can't recognize. Right. You don't get that facial recognition. Right. Baseball, you can have facial recognition. You yeah. can put these players out there and really get these young stars, but you don't hear about any of them. Mum's the word. Like if you didn't see commercial for MLB the show, like right. Oh, baseball's starting. <laughs> What's happening with baseball? Like why is there not more fanfare? Like, you've got great young kids, like studs, like Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, like ballplayers that are just mashing, mashing, and nobody talks about it. Not at all. And you, we were talking about a couple rule changes uh, that you might think that could hinder or help or... One thing, I'm not a fan at all of this new what, electronic uh, sign thing that they're really? doing with this wristband thing. They're trying to speed up the gameplay, and they're showing that it's working. I know. They, so when they're first trying to eliminate the Astros it cheaters. The, <laughs> it was presented as it was an anti-sign stealing and also to speed the game. Right. So it is speeding up the game because you don't have to worry about throwing down multiple signs when you got on second. Right. But... Like, they were throwing me, up gang signs, yes. I swear, half the time. Like, but for me, that's also part of the game. Like, that's an old school type thing. It, it was it part is, of the game. It added that little... But, you know, like, your sport is dying. You got to progress. Oh, for sure. You're losing... And I think that's why... The they, attention of, play, of, of your fans. And people don't want to sit there and watch... A guy throw four signs, and then the pitcher just say, hold on, repeat that. Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> no, that's why I like the electronic thing, as it's got a speaker in their hat. It gives it to second and short and center fielder. So we all four are on the same page as to what pitch is coming, so they can line their defenses up accordingly. And it's sped up the game. I actually am a fan of, of that. And again, I feel like it's the... 
the old man like get off my lawn type thing that I have. This right. mindset is because my dad's the same way. I don't want the game to change. My dad's the same way. But I also feel like the reason why they also said they're no longer going to test for steroids. Yeah, I think they're trying to go back to whenever the game went to crap after the last lockout. Yeah. And you had the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa right. home run kind of thing. Yeah. That's what, when you watch a game. The casual fan wants to see the home runs. Everybody wants to see home runs. I want to see some uh, guy hit a ball 500 feet. Right. but I also, That amazes me. I don't mind seeing a, a pitcher that will strike out you know, 10, 15. 12, 15 yeah. guys and, and just have that dominant game. Right. I know a casual fan is like, man, that's not really that fun. That's boring. I, I, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. I enjoy watching a good yeah, pitcher. Yeah, if the Grom's thrown filth, bro, it's a work of pitcher art. Dominate. It's a work of art. You know, the paint in the corners and just, you know, work in the black. Like, I love everything about that. Speaking of that, that's another rule that they're talking about in, uh, introducing that could hinder pitchers but help batters, and that's uh, robot umpires. Yes. For strike zones. Not a fan of that either. <sighs> that is so tough to me it's, because it's one of those things where now you're taking the human element out, and while I have been burned by it several times. <laughs> you know, every every fan base of has course. been burned by it. I'm a Yankee fan. We've been Aaron Judge constantly gets the low strike called on him. Low and away gets called on him more times than any other pitch uh, any other batter known to man. And Judge just takes a strike and goes back to the bench. Right. Like that's not a strike. It's not. But because a guy the catcher brings it up a, a quarter of an it. inch yep. It's not a strike. It's me, not. I, that's one thing I hate with the framing. Like, how does that ump not see that yeah. catcher move the glove? But the thing is, is these pitchers are throwing it so fast. Boom. You're yes. supposed to make a split decision. I, there's no way. You see NFL refs do it all the time. Like, they are challenged because they can't catch it every time. Yeah. So, I think I am a proponent to robot umpires. Just because I want the game to be as precise as possible, uh, yeah, you know, like, and, and I understand that, but I think again, it was part of the game and knowing. So a pitcher knows a certain umpire will give you like a little bit. See, of, and that's crap. I like that. That's almost like fixing a game. But the it's like, oh, I know, I know, he doesn't like to call the low strike. So guess what? I'm gonna throw the other, like the high strike, because I know he gives. He's more generous on the high strikes. Right. That's crap. But the uh, umpire should not be generous for nothing. This is your strike zone. <laughs> call the strikes, the strikes, and call the balls, the balls. But it's both sides that know that this ump does it. So it's not like it's only the pitcher knows. So, okay, but the thing guy. is, is if I'm a batter and I'm trained to, okay, from the the letters to the knees, right? That is. Definition grown up from T ball all the way to <laughs> major leagues. Like that is what you've always yes. been taught. That is your strike zone. The the width of the plate, letters to knees. I don't care what your height is, but that's your strike zone, yeah. right? If all of a sudden I am a hitter and I'm a three forty hitter and I've got to change the way I approach the the plate because the umpire behind home plate calls the game where he calls the low strikes. I shouldn't have to adjust my game because that umpire can't call a strike the, the way it's supposed to be called. Oh, that's crap. That's absolute crap. And, and I understand that mindset. But again, for me, I think it's just because that's just the way it's always been. And I don't want the change. You would still have the umpire there because you need guy. 
it would be an earpiece, and they're gonna radio him in whether to call it a ball or strike. Right. And the way technology is, it's gonna be instantaneous. Yeah. And then you would have him there still for plays at the plate, whether it's you know foul balls, whatever. Right. I would be interesting. I would be interested to see test it out one year. Test it. So what the way a lot of especially baseball, kind of like how they're years. doing this. Seventh inning double headers last year, and then they did the Ghost Runner, which is the dumbest rule in all of sport. I don't, I don't like that. They say it's player safety because there wasn't a, enough spring training time that they're. Bring oh, it's back. only this year. It's only for this year. Yeah, next year, said, at next first year they're eliminating it. Yeah, and next year said, it's gone. It's right. gone next year. I can't stand that rule. That is the dumbest rule. I've, That's fundamentally changing the yes. sport of ba- like the that rules of baseball. Everything you're gonna do, yeah. If I open up knowing I have a guy in second already. That's gonna change everything I'm trying to do. Yeah. Like now, I'm just trying to get that guy to third real quick. So right. I'll, I'll sacrifice that first batter. Yeah. Just to get him over to third. Right. And then the next spot fly, you next, get it. Yep. So I I didn't like that at all. Um. And I I know they didn't do this, but I thought I heard they were gonna eliminate the shift. That's another one that I think is very interesting. Because it's already hard enough to hit the baseball. Yes. And now you're taking something that was never done, and now all of a sudden it's done to absolute astronomical. Like, they've got it down to a science to where it's almost impossible to get hit. Like, what's the point of the sport then? Like That that goes back to the the Rays whenever they they pulled their pitcher because it was the analytics and all this. That's the same situation. Analytics is to me has ruined this baseball, and no one goes off a gut feeling. Right, it's everything's based on analytics. This is not a math like let the sport be a sport. Yes. it's not a math project now. Okay, <laughs> let it be a sport. You're, you're bringing in coaches and things like that because of their analytics, and they know how to do this instead of like, having like that gut feeling. You can have analytics, you know, exit velocities, miles per hour, bat pip, you know, all these other kind of you know statistical categories. Go nuts, man. Shift, sh- your shortstop should be between second and third. Yes. Not out in the outfield playing as a fourth outfielder. Like, that is, when has I, that ever been the sport? Like, I are we playing, you know, s- Sunday beer softball leagues? <laughs> no. Where there's four outfielders, you're not. And and as a, a Rays fan, like, they're one of the first teams that really, really. They did hardcore. That, like, big yeah. time. The old yeah. John Madden. Or yeah. Like Joe Madden. Joe Madden, yeah. Like, he was one of the first proponents that really did it hardcore. Yeah. And I didn't like it then, even like I said, as a race fan, and I know it benefited them because, yeah. but again, it's that old school kind of thing for me where I'm like, come on, man. I don't, I, I don't agree with the shift. I hope that they slowly start to weed it out. And I think that's also why they, the, these batters are going from, you know, now you're a good batter if you're hitting 250, 280. Right. Before you were scrub, like bro, two fifty and you're good. There, like, come on, not even that. Like, like you got guys that hit two hundred, and you're like, yeah, you sign you to a super max. <laughs> like you're getting fat stacks of cash because you can t- hit two hundred. Like you're you're killing your sport, and this is what I talked about. Like, help your sport help itself. Yeah, eliminate shifts so that way you have more offense. What and what enthralls people more is the excitement of the game. What's exciting is when people hit the baseball. Every which every is why sport. when you had the juiced balls, that was f- great for the sport, in my opinion. Yeah, you kept your players safe. They didn't do steroids, but you had home runs leaving the ballpark at 
crazy amounts. Why? Because that's what people want to see. Every sport is geared towards scoring. Right. So that's what everyone wants to see. Right. Every sport is geared towards your offense. Every now and then you'll have, you know, your your really good pitching um, matchup. But, like, last year, there was, like, six no-hitters <laughs> in, like, the From first six that... weeks. And we had never heard of any of them. And they had no right to be throwing yeah. no-hitters. Like, this, this is stop. Stop. You're killing yourself. If you want money and the revenue, help. Your sport Attendance become more progressive. People watching, people shorten game. your games. I'm a, I'm a proponent to shorten the season. Shorten the season, definitely. There's At least twenty games. games. 162. Like I love baseball. Don't get me wrong. I love baseball, but my gosh, man, 162. That's a lot it's of insane freaking ball. There's actually to to quick slides. Uh, there's talks of NBA cutting back their games because the amount of players that are taking all these. Days, days off after a double yeah. header kind of situation. And yeah, the back to backs are taking these right. Days you off. can't put if 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 I know LeBron James is going to miss the next game, I'm not going yeah. to that game. Why do I want to go to that game now? So now your game, your 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 so yeah, stadium's not even sold out. There's talks that they're going to kind of cut those games back to quote unquote promote player safety, which we yeah. all know it's basically because you're you don't get the draw whenever it's you know money. These guys are taking it's, these at games. the end of the day, it's all money. Yeah. So baseball. Take notes too. 162 games is way too many. Games. Way too long. There's no the reason. The midpoint for of the it. season, people are like, okay, well, like you start to lose interest at the halfway point of the season because there's so many games that these games don't matter. Everybody's like, eh, baseball doesn't start till after the All Star break. <laughs> that shouldn't be said. That should like, not be a theme. Like when you're 40 games in, no one's caring. Yeah. Like they don't care where you're. Oh, where the bottom? It's okay. We know we can make our way back. All star. Ah, we went forty-two and four, <laughs> and now we're in the postseason at eighty-two wins. You yeah. know, like it's absolutely insane. I, I that's one of my biggest problems with baseball is how long the season is. Yeah, I I agree with that statement too. It's impossible to sit there like for a casual fan, especially to sit down and watch one hundred and sixty-two games. One hundred sixty-two games of three and a half hour. Yes. Like that's and some of it can be you extremely can, boring. You could barely get away with that on Sundays with your spouses or whatever. Like yeah. every day, yeah, dude. <laughs> hold on, babe. I get, the baseball game's on. It was on yesterday. Like, yeah, at least shorten football, your game. Football is like okay. You have one day that dedicated time. Yeah, baseball literally you can watch. But the the beautiful part about it, I guess you could say, is. For the most part with baseball, you can get them walk away and come back. Oh, they scored a run. <laughs> How'd that happen? You watch the the highlight. Oh, okay, I'm back in. Yeah. You know. You don't miss too much usually whenever you Very step true. away from a baseball game. Very true. Like that that is the good part about a baseball game. Yeah. And I, I personally think baseball is probably the second best live sport you can attend. Oh, especially if if the if it's a sold out crowd like a uh, and it's a really meaningful game. Baseball is really fun to be around, man. It's the heckling, like everything. Like hockey the, is my number one. Uh, live hockey is the, the best event I've been to. Mm, I'm trying to think because I've been several hockey games, basketball. Basketball to me, outside of like a playoff game, is my least favorite. I think basketball game is just kind of, I'll say boring. But I still, for me, I think I would put it the NFL. Is your least? Is my least. Really? I think it's because I'm so spoiled by the home product hmm. and that you get so much information and everything and 
especially nowadays with with fantasy aspects and everything sure. like that. Like you know, you get to see so much more in the right. home environment. Than yeah, you go to a game. Hmm. And especially being like the games that I went to in Tampa, it's so flipping hot. Yeah, that you're just sitting there sweating it you're, while you're. Yeah. So in that aspect is like maybe when I went to the Raiders game, time in my life, but also yeah. the first time you were in a stadium, it's right. a dome. Like yeah. domes to me also make a big difference. If you're going to be in Florida, especially where it should it's be a dome, hot outside, should be a dome. Put bro. it in the inside, hot, that way, rainy, yeah, you know, humid, just muggy, nasty. Yeah. So I think that also hurts. My aspect of an NFL game being, you know, Tampa local, that's one that I go to the most would be in Tampa. Yeah. So whenever I have gone to another one, like I went to the Miami Dolphins and it was, again, open air, so it's just hot and nasty. Yeah. So that maybe that's where my problem is, I guess you could say. Yeah. And not seeing my home team makes a difference. <laughs> true. You know, it's always more exciting to see your team. Very true. But, yeah, uh, like I said, hockey is just for me the the – the most knowledgeable fan base, it seems like just listening to people in there, like everyone's cheering or you're, you're, yeah. everyone's into it. It's just one of the best atmospheres in a live sport. And baseball's right, almost right there with it because the people that do go to baseball games most of the time right. are fans. The, well, depends upon the team. Uh, Tampa also, has nothing. Like it blows my mind. I used they to love going to the old Devil Rays games. Yeah. Because it would be. You know, a, a two thousand people, in the, but those people were fans of the yeah. team when they made their playoff run and all that kind of stuff. You had all those fake casual fans that right. were there just because, oh, we're winning. I'm a Rays fan. Couldn't tell you a single name on the team, <laughs> but they're Rays fans. Yeah, I hated that. Like when I first came, and the first game I've been to was a baseball game in, in Tampa Bay when it was Double Rays. Right, and I loved it because I could I could get a five dollar ticket. Yeah, and go there, and I'd have a whole row to myself. Yeah. And the people that were around, though, they knew baseball. Like, you could talk to them, and they knew what they were talking about. Right. And I appreciated that. Nothing better than going to, like, a Yankees-Rays game. Oh, man. And and just the, the Yankees fans that come in, you got the trash talk going back yep. and forth. And, like, it's just that good atmosphere, as long as the Rays are good. Because when the Rays suck, it's... Right. No it's one shows up. 90%, you know, the other team. But, uh... Uh, and with that, I actually talked to uh, Devin about this. I want to try to get a Shirts and Skins group. Sure. And maybe do a, a Rays game and try to get like as many people around the local area here. We can try to get going. Maybe do a Rays game on a, on a weekend sometime. That'd be cool. Maybe on... put like a board, like a shout out up there or something right. like that. I was going to throw something out there just kind of see if we can get, gauge some interest, you know, get some ticket price and then, you know, get it. They're super in. cheap. To, yeah. You know, tickets aren't it's, too it's, expensive. A way to kind of get the, the the group together and get some people that normally wouldn't get together. Maybe right. all of us and all rock something different, something shirts exciting. And, shirts and sh- shirts and skin swag. You know, something different, something out of the norm. A way to get the groups together. And I haven't been to a baseball game in quite a while. I know they're a lot of fun, man. Yeah, they're a lot of fun to go to. I, I don't know how much uh, Tori and Devin would be that into it, but. I think if we can get a group going, you know, that also piqued the interest a little bit. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to try to get that together. Uh, and then stay tuned next week. Is next two, week we're two doing? Weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. For our draft special. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tyler Dreger's coming out. Lee Bellier. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we're going to break down this NFL draft. We're going to back start doing hitting this NFL draft that's right around the corner pretty hard. Stay tuned for some mock drafts. I'm going to start doing some. I'm sure uh, – Tyler's Tyler going to get pumping them out. This that's is his, his bread and butter. Yes. This is his know, he, Christmas. He loves this time, so 
I'm sure he'll start getting some stuff out there, but that'll be exciting. So look for that here. Except uh, two weeks from now, we'll be getting that done. I'm super pumped about the draft. It's it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of teams that could do a lot of crazy things. Yeah, like we talked a little bit before this, like where do quarterbacks go? Who? There's going to be a team that's going to take one. Are they going to take them too early is the question. You know, is there going to be a team that trades up? Is that what the Saints have in mind with with the move they made? Are they going to try to take those two picks and yeah, you know, parlay that into a higher pick? Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm very curious to see. Like I said, doing a doing a couple mocks. I'm just, I don't know where to put quarterbacks because I don't like any of them. This is really the worst year for quarterbacks. Like it's embarrassing how rough this year is and there's gonna be a guy there will be a guy or two that come out of this sure that's gonna shine like herbert last year no one no one expected him coming out of college out of oregon that he was gonna just upper echelon like he was kind of getting trashed his his last year in college they're talking about how much of a drop he did right and i'm wondering if uh what is this sam hubbard the kid out of north carolina he was there how sam how i think it is uh he was the guy that the year before, he was the man. Like, oh, man, this is going to be your number one prospect. This is going to be the number one guy on the board. And then this year, he just had a terrible year. So, I'm like, okay, so which guy is it? Is it the two years ago or the guy right. last year? So, it's going to be interesting to see where everybody falls. Uh, one crazy thing is I see in a mock that took uh, the kid from Georgia, the the defensive lineman. The Davis. Of Jordan Davis or whatever it is. I seen one mock have him as the first pick. Wow. I didn't even That's, go. No. I didn't go past yeah. it. I, was, <laughs> like, wow. I seen that, and I was That's like, "That's right. nothing but clickbait." Yeah, I was like, "This nothing is the most foolish thing I've seen." I was like, "I'm not even gonna look past this because that right there is stupid." Jacksonville went nuts in spending on Christian Kirk, but they will not waste the first overall pick no. like that. <laughs> they, they may have done some stupid moves. Yeah, they spent a lot that. of money foolishly, <laughs> but they will not waste a first round draft like, pick like that. that. That's definitely not happening. And it looks like. Brooklyn's up 15 at the half. Oh. Make that 12. Make that 12. (laughs) Kyrie's got the ball in the half. And... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Brooklyn's winning that game. Brooklyn's got everything behind them. Yeah. So, Uh, with that being said, man, it was great to come out this weekend. I appreciate you coming out, man. Thank you for stepping in for... For the other guys that disappointed me. Always always <laughs> a pleasure, man, coming on here. Yes, sir. Um, and be be sure to like, subscribe, stay tuned on the Shirts and Skin podcast for um, Facebook page. Yes. Looking so we're, for... We're definitely pumped about this uh, this next draft special. That's yeah, the big thing that we're... Really starting to try and get about. going on. Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll see you everybody later. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Take care. Thank you for... Listening to Shirts and Skins Podcast.